Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Reaction is oh yeah to that game, yes yeah. It was that a was and a beautiful was, intro. I mean, and and who is Mr. Big Stuff? By the way, is that Joe Burrow? Is that there's so many Mr. Big Stuffs? Yes, Mr. Big Stuff. I believe the the original songwriters had Josh Allen in mind as the fraudulent Mr. Big. He stuff. is a big man. He's he's big, stuffed. Yeah, he's, he's very. He's, he's, he's a his, stuffed. His trousers big. are stuffed with him. Yeah. Well, we don't have to go there. We have a big man here. Yeah. That's what he meant. Right. But here's the thing. That was, as you said, a beaut, and I will say probably the best game we've ever seen from the Cincinnati Bengals, the greatest performance. Wow. Considering the circumstance, yeah. considering the opponent, yeah. considering the roster. The pre-sales of, of, the pre-sales yeah. of, their, of, 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 a, of a playoff game that shall never be played. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Yeah. The game that wasn't. And so, if I may, if I may, oh, go ahead, Bridget. Yeah. Well, I was just gonna say, you know, Cam Rogers, who's our colleague on Believe. He remember uh, last last week or maybe before the wild card game, he had that take that maybe the Bengals will beat the Ravens in the wild card, but there's no way they're beating the Bills in the divisional round. I so do remember that. A few days ago, he sends me a Twitter message and says, "Hey, Bridget." Do you be willing to send a fan reaction video and if the Bengals win? And I said, well, you know, I'm, I'm a team player, of course. And why the hell are you asking me this if you think we're going to lose? So uh, I think uh, Pac-Man, another Believe colleague of ours, is joining him on his show uh, this week to set the yeah. record straight. But well, you know, That like is called that a we... hot take. People do these hot takes. They don't believe right. what they say. We always right. believe the nonsense that we spew on this show. We do. And the only person who doesn't spew nonsense on this show, even Bridget, is this man right here, John Sheehan. Where is there he? We go. Where is Eric Weddle? Bring me Eric Weddle. <laughs> I think you're going to have to go to Up and Adams for that. No chance? No chance he comes on this show? No chance? <laughs> I don't even know who he is, if we're being honest. I, I saw that clip of a man, a lumberjack, retired lumberjack. Yeah. And he looked very angry and he looked very bitter. That is what I saw. And who is he exactly? I mean, for the, for the viewers is. who don't know what's going on right now, why John's so angry and- He's a lost, clueless soul who used to play for the Ravens. Ah. So. Okay. And the first part sounded like daddy-o and then, then he hadn't played for the so Ravens. So I, I just, I just, 
you know, I came on the show tonight to make one comment because we saw every everybody who watches this show was watching the playoff game. You all yeah. know what happened, right? The Bengals. They pulled off, actually, believe it or not, an upset, even though we all knew the team was, was stacked and we all knew that they could do what they did. People did the it's, worst thing you can yeah. do, which is, in, in our language, in Village Island, they say, don't play with the tail of the tiger. And they yeah. actually played with the tail of the sleeping played, tiger. They played, yeah. But, but if I may, Daddy, there is one thing I came on the show to say, and that is that the entire game to me, the entirety of the game, came down to one play. One. And it's when the Bengals were... It was, I think it was the fourth quarter or the third quarter. They were, they were way ahead. They were like, at least I think at that point, they were maybe 14 points ahead, 10 points ahead. Any other team is playing conservative ball at this stage. It's three and two, third and two. What do they do? Joe Burrow steps back. He lobs it right to the end zone to T. Uh, Higgins, and they get a pass interference call that leads to a touchdown. It's that gutsiness, John. Yeah. It's that cockiness, yeah. John. And that, Phil, Phil, hold on. Phil Sims called, called, he said, this team is playing cocky. Well, let me tell you, Phil Sims, I love your takes because they're so stupid. I enjoy watching stupidity. And I loved what, when Phil Sims said that. Yeah, they're cocky, but that's because they know their talents. It's like a Ferrari. Yeah. You know, you know well, what it can do, so you push on the, the gas and you go. Let us, John, let us just be clear. This was absolute dominance on the line of a scrimmage the offensive line and the defensive yeah. line. Two yeah. areas that the Bengals don't usually get talked about. The offensive line, people were saying that's the reason they're going to lose. A lot of these guys, they're saying, I think it was Weddle said that, and a lot of people are saying, how is he, what is he I think we said like? that, Dadio, on this no, show. No, we well, didn't. we said that but, was the weakness. We did. Well, yes, but the thing is this. No one is, expected this, Dadio, no that the offensive expected, line would be this good. The thing good. is, no one John, you saw it. the play with Jackson Carmen where he just threw that guy to the ground. He shoved him almost out of bounds. And he played angry. He played yeah. like a man. Yeah. And and the thing is, like a football same man. with Sharping, and same with Adenergy. The three guys, the three new guys on the line are playing like they They're haven't hungry. been given a chance. They're yes, hungry. and they won it. And let me say this. Also, the defensive line played as aggressive as I've ever seen it. Yes. And I, I got to say, I think the whole scenario, not just with the coin flip, but especially with Buffalo, not not let's say doing right by the Bengals. I think right. in their minds, yeah, karma. I was, I was I saying karma. I think that got them very yeah. aggressive. It got their adrenaline. It got the yeah. the hormones going. Yes. Why wouldn't it though? Everyone yeah. is telling you for weeks and weeks that you're not going to be the best team on the field. That. It's been written that Buffalo is going. How many commentators and analysts picked Buffalo to win the Super Bowl? Damn right they were fired up. Yeah, I love that like 10 second uh, clip of Frank Pollock to the O line at the end of the game. Like everybody was against you. No one thought you could do this, and you nailed it. Our team has shown time and again. You throw dirt on our name or don't give us the credit and we step up. I mean, that is just who this team is. It happened last year. It happened this year. Remember how many analysts at our buy were like, oh, man, have you seen the latter half of Cincinnati's schedule? Let's go. I don't know. Maybe they win a few. No, they got to play us. And I'm like the world's biggest fan right now. Damn right those guys played like yeah. it was us against the world, or it, yeah. us, them against the world, because it, yeah. it was. I think Jackson Carmen got yeah. got some bad birthday presents. I feel like, because no one's really that mad on their birthday, right? But he was actually pissed. Yeah. I don't think it's, 
I, he I had an unhappy that. birthday. Yeah. yeah. Well, I would say, well, you got to think about what would a man, what do you get a man like Jackson Carmen, who has everything? They probably got him, I'm guessing, a big box of like beef jerky, right? They probably got him, they made him a huge breakfast with like 15 eggs, right? A lot of protein. And I think it showed out there. I think I think we saw, no, it. Always, we saw it, always, it. It always comes down to meat for you, doesn't that, yeah. But I, my I mean, my my question is this, okay? Now everybody is is making it out to be like, okay, so the the Bills, wow, that's great. But now you have the big challenge, which is the Chiefs. I, I actually saw it as the reverse. The game I was worried about was the Bills. We've already beaten the Chiefs numerous times, and look, when it comes down to it, the way that our guys were tracking down. Uh, Allen, if Allen weren't so huge, if his arms weren't the size of legs uh, and legs the size of torsos, that, you know, we would have sacked him way more times. So when you put a, a Mahomes out there and he's going to get sacked and the defense is on fire and the, the offensive line is working, I mean, is it just me or is it that the Chiefs game is going to be even easier than the Bills game not to jinx it? It, well, it, was, it was football and ice, man. Like, it was raining sleet. It, it, like the, obviously there was snow on the ground and it was still snowing, but like th- th- that layer of sleep made things a lot sleeker. And when you're heavier, like a defensive lineman trying to fire off the ball, you're not going to get as much traction. And then that leads to plays like Josh Allen evading, I don't know, like eight sacks in this game. It could have yeah. been a lot worse for him because of how well the Bengals pass rush was doing. And that was the bigger mismatch in this game. Like it, it definitely shocked me how well and cohesive the Bengals offensive line worked together, specifically in the run game. I feel like that was well beyond expectation. The pass rush for the Bills is not very impressive without Von Miller. So I, I could have been convinced that Burrow was only sacked once and pressured a handful of times. The fact that they got to Allen that much and rallied him so quickly and early and often yeah. in this game, it made such a difference because the Bills never got in rhythm offensively no. as the game progressed. And like, and yeah. still, like the Bengals scored 27 points. It was a good day, yeah. but the Bills were expected to score uh, around that same way, and they only yeah. scored 10. It was a John, phenomenal performance. We, we all thought it was going to be in the 30s. Yeah. 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 And John, to your point, Josh Allen, they drafted him specifically because he looks like a, a guy who would play for the Bills. And in they, when they weighed him at the combine, he actually weighed exactly as much as a Buffalo. That, yeah. that is the thing about this That's man. That's a fact, say, actually. Look, he's perfect for this weather. He's perfect for throwing in the snow. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, he's he, a California kid, man. Joe Burrow was born in Iowa. He no, no, grew no, up no. in saying, North Dakota, no, Nebraska, saying, Ohio. John, like, just because he played college ball in okay, Wyoming. You're jumping ahead. You're jumping ahead. You're jumping I'm ahead talking very about, much, yeah. I'm talking about the arm power, the I'm arm strength. The thinking was, he's soft. okay, he's not the most accurate. He's Charmin. But, but he'll make those big plays. He, he would be able, it'll be able to slice through the cold air. Guess what happens? What? This, the, the, the Buffalo weather was supposed to be, you know, okay, you know. And then all of a sudden Joe Burrow arrives in Buffalo and they're like, oh, it's going to a snow. Joe Burrow brought the cold with him. He brought the Midwest. From his icy heart. Yes. Yeah. He brought it with him and yeah. he showed Because he's them so cool. He showed them, John, we're talking about complete opposites. We're talking opposites. about one guy opposites who tracked. they said he doesn't have, you know, the, the biggest question with Joe Burrow was the arm strength. Yeah. And the, the biggest, you know, positive about Josh Allen was the arm strength. Yeah. And Joe Burrow showed that regardless of the situation, when yes. you need to score, when you need a big time play, you want the guy who's going to beat you with his brain. And I saw early in that game and throughout that game, Joe Burrow, was moving around. He was taking, like you said, they were, they were, you know, skating out there. They were, they were slipping and sliding. And Joe Burrow knew exactly. He had the rhythms down. He knew how he should move. He knew how his players were gonna move. Yeah, he, he played knew exactly in the snow how before. The, the, the perfect touch on the ball. 
on those passes. Yeah, yeah. I got to say, I agree with all of those statements. Yeah. John, Joe, do we know what was his average speed getting the ball out of his hand or the, the time to throw? For, I can for look Burrow or for Allen? Burrow or Allen? For Burrow. Because I think that was that mixed with the O line's ability to let Mixon cook. I we gotta it, we'll probably go there. We gotta talk about Mixon. I had counted I was just gonna. him out. Yeah, I was had. camp start Piran. Let Piran yeah. shelf move it through. Man, Mixon gave us everything we could have wanted yeah. to see yesterday. Told, everything you know, and you, more. Yeah, you know what I, you know what I, exactly, exactly. You know what I call Mixon? I call him the Karate Kid. And, and the reason yeah. I call him the Karate Kid is because you look at the story of that young man's life. I, I, I remember when the Bengals drafted him and everybody was like, don't touch that guy. He's, he's a bad kid. He's a bad seed. Marvin Lewis believed in him, brought him on the team. He was amazing. And, and then every year, basically for the past like three, four years, everybody said, he's, he's done. No more. Joe, Joe, Joe Mixon is not the man. Joe Mixon knew he was the man. He said, bring Frank Pollock back. They did. And, and I tell you what, every time Joe Mixon has had a good game, we've had a great game. And that's yeah. what exactly what happened in Buffalo. Joe Mixon I mean, was, was doing, and I, a lot of that is the line. Uh, yeah, I agree. But it was Joe Mixon's legs and it was Joe Mixon's, uh, you know, energy, really, yeah. that, that, that really made this game special. I mean, I told John, we did the recap yesterday, last night after the game. I told John this was Mixon's best game of the season and arguably of his career. I mean, the stats might not jump out if you didn't watch the game, but he ran with so much determination. He protected the ball perfectly, right? And, you know, he picked up very valuable yards at key, in key situations. And, you know, he played with, he, he did exactly what was asked of him. Yeah. And I think that, you know, we talked about Mixon on the show last time. And we, and we said, I said, you know, it's the O-line. And the O-line took a big step forward. Yes. Against the Bills. They yeah. I, I I guess I guess we didn't know how bad Buffalo's defensive line is, but I really they again that going bad. back to it, I think this was one of those games where they were just really upset and they were taking it out on them. I think they got they got a little bit of extra twitch in their muscles. So Daddy, I want to hear you confess something. Yes. When a team's culture is a winning culture. Right. When both sides of the ball, people are putting 110 yeah. percent. I, I wanted to talk about thing. Joe Burrow actually. That's no, the thing. no. Stay pause. So, time out. Time out. Yeah. When the team culture is a winning culture, when both sides of the ball are putting 110 yes. percent, when each player is is trying hard, do That's, you give credit to, to Joe, the quarterback who is the no, leader coach, of the? Yeah, go ahead. No, Zach, Coach Zach, Coach Zach. This, oh, the coach of the Bengals. I would say that he he has done a great job of letting Joe Burrow be Joe Burrow. I would agree Gosh. with that. Yeah. You're still on that. Yeah, but look. Okay. John, I think Burrow got the ball out within two point four six seconds on average in this game, actually. And how is Josh that, Allen? John? Josh Allen was at three point one four and you kind of saw the difference there. there you I mean Josh Allen, let's be honest, Josh Allen, like you said, he evaded about eight sacks and he had a number of plays where, you know, he was he was moving around. He was running around buying time. So I mean, but he, has, I think Josh yeah. Allen has, on, in general, Josh Allen has more time as a play. I mean, as right. I mean, the the Bengals' offense is a quicker, get out the ball faster offense, is it not, John? No, it is, and like that was one of the Bills' issues in this one. Like, there is not a lot of quick game concepts that the Bills kind of have. It's just really reliant 
on shot plays and the, the bills missed on pretty much all of them except maybe two like there were a couple yeah. of really good throws that josh allen made in this game it kind of inflated the stats but there wasn't any consistency there wasn't a ton of consistent success that they had in sustaining drives some of their longest drives were just a product of kind of explosive plays kind of carrying the offense which right. was an issue with the Bengals last year and you're seeing the evolution of this Bengals offense right they get out quickly with this perfect 15 play opening script that nets 14 points like i can't even imagine how great that must have felt for brian callahan and zach taylor daddio involved in the game plan involved in the play calling you know getting off the flight at 11 20 and going to ryan house with the game ball and standing on a bar stool and leading who did chance no head coach in the history of the NFL does this. No head coach at any level of football does this, galvanizes a, a city's full support behind him Wait, and just involves John. the community like Okay, this. finally, that, John. This is, this is what I've been trying to hold say. On. This is what hold on. And hold by on, the way, on. no, hold, John, hold on. No, 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 you hold on. No, you hold on. You're out What do you mean it's not fair? That's not fair criticism. Objection overruled. He's saying no other coach has the time to go do this stuff because they are so busy. They have the time. They don't do it. I, no. I, I disagree. I think it was actually good. Andy Reid's just sitting around drawing mustaches on people. Like, this is ridiculous. Our, Making five-layer mac and cheese. Exactly. Eating cheeseburgers. Zach Taylor is the man. Frank Pollock is the man. Luana Rumo is the man. Brian Callahan is the man. I, they are. And you know, you know. I, I, oh, sorry, Bridget. Go ahead. I just, it, it's such an interesting turn how all... The first half of the season, everyone's talking play calling. Everyone's pointing fingers and and blaming everybody else. The coaching staff stepped up and showed out, and they've done it the last nine or ten games. So we just have to make sure, much like I doubted Mixon through much of the season, lots of folks, whether they were Bengals fans or otherwise, were doubting our coaching staff. Usually not Lou Anarumo, but certainly Zach Taylor. And like, it's time to put that to bed. Let's put it's it to bed. To put it to bed. Let's put it to bed and blow the it'll, bed it'll, up. It'll never be put to bed though, because that's what that's what fans are. They're fickle no. creatures, right? Yeah, yeah, well, no, start. especially that. Especially Daddy. Daddy, hold on. No, 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 no. I think Zach Taylor is a man. I think he's a great coach. Don't get me wrong. And he's done a lot for the culture. I agree. I. Look, I'm just looking at the analytics. It's not, I'm just looking at the analytics, John. And actually, in support of that, I just want to, I just want us to appreciate Joe Burrow. I don't think we've done a good enough job of doing that. And so I want to get an analytical perspective, John. I know you, okay. you're very emotional. Can I, can I, Daddy, can I, Daddy, no, can I ask you two I have questions? No, I, I'd be fast. I, I, no, before you bring the expert, okay. I have two questions for you. Two questions, okay? Okay. Question you, one. Her time is very valuable. Go ahead. Okay. Question number one, okay, who do you think created the narrative of, oh, they sold out these, which we all know was a bunch of BS, but there was a great narrative. Who created the narrative of, oh, they pre-sold these neutral site tickets? Propaganda that, is great. That Every was, coach that was that. doing it. Yeah. Number I, two, number two, yeah. number two, Mike Tomlin. What makes Mike Tomlin a great coach? I, I end here. Why is he so awesome? No matter what you give Mike Tomlin, he does stuff with me. it. I'm saying Zach Taylor it's is because a of, It's because of Zach creating culture. It's I'm very grateful. Culture. I'm very grateful to have Zach. But what I'm saying is, and again, I don't want to say my opinion. I want to get the analytical. Analy Let's get it. And Let's yeah. get it. But okay, here we go. And thank you again. There she is. Alexis. Some truth. Hello, Alexis. Taylor. Yes. Finally. From TFF. Some truth. World-renowned, most reputable source of football data. TFF. Alexis, how are you? Today? And, and, and Alexis, if you could remind some of our newer viewers, TFF stands for? Total Football Focus. There we go. Now, tell me 
a little bit, Alexis, about your analysis of this game. Oh, I mean, the last time I was here, I, you know, made the case for um, Joe's interceptions to be put on Carson Palmer. And I, I raved about Joe because he has broken our system. And all he did was just prove me right yesterday. Yeah. It was how, how did he perform? How did he perform this game? I remember your, now remember now for the viewer uh, yeah. the TFF scale does true, not go to 100 true football focus is is ob objective analysis yeah yes. it doesn't go most mostly there's the uh, uh, a quarterback uh, score goes to what 100 but yours i believe you gave Joe Burrow in the 3500 no 5300 5300 yes it does go to 100 He's saying it's the equivalent of an entire perfect roster is Joe it's Burrow. adjusted yes. it's adjusted yes, it's adjusted yes yeah. so how did he perform in this prorated game? That is a good question, you know, because the supercomputer has not stopped since that game. It's just he added about 10 points every second of that masterpiece. It was amazing. And it, wow. so it's still, it's still adding his total. That is crazy. Still, as okay. as we speak, it's still going up. Because and and it, But it's still within the realm of human numbers that we can count, I hope. Uh, well, yeah, AI yes, is yes, catching yes. up. But even the supercomputer okay. is is struggling to just tally. You're gonna need some up. more terabytes of of, of yes, processor. Yes, we're, we're working on it. We haven't seen no. anything and like why, this before. What did the what stood out to the analytics in their estimation? Yes, swagger and accuracy. Um, swagger. Mm. We have not seen and in the snow at that, it yeah. was just coming down, and that just didn't make a difference. He was so accurate. He had a lot of swagger. I, I, I believe that I, I, if I could measure swagger, and I didn't know one could, that it would be very high. Well, you can, you can smell the swagger, I believe. You, I believe you, you can. can smell, you can you hear it when it enters the room. If you don't take the necessary yeah, precautions. How many points does that warm-up throw in the snow with the little spin at the end? Like, How much does that get you on the TFF scale? It's got to be pretty high. 50. 50. 50. 50. 50 additional. additional which is half of what you know a standard player would even get for a perfect game what, what's mahomes got on the tff scale since we're going to be playing him mm, well are we though who knows who knows but i would say you know 90 checking my notes he's, he's about a 90 you know 90? Scott, well that's still pretty good 90 i mean compared to 5300 it's crap but compared to other quarterbacks well, it's not so bad yeah. to our normal scale of 100 um yeah. he's he's the second best bad. he has he has come in the second best the unfortunate yeah. thing about it is you know with his injury he may not be able yeah. to go so 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 chad henney is the backup how is he how is his his rating well lucky for chad henney he's he's an 88 and i wow. know i know i know chad henney um wow. It's it's an Andy Reid thing. It's it's the Andy Reid effect. Andy Reid, if he trotted himself out there on the field, he'd be an eighty just because of his play calling. Oh, that's a, that's crazy. So Andy Reid adds eighty points. Just that's yes. amazing. Yeah. Yes. I okay. would give a kidney for them to trot Andy Reid out as quarterback. Literally, I get a scalpel, and I'll, I'd take my own kidney, sell it to someone. There you go. Just to you see heard it on this show. Andy if you want Bridget's kidney, you know how to do it. Someone Lexus. put Andy Reid in a jersey and you know, make the black markets could be calling you after the show ends, Bridget. Alexis, now there's a lot of talk about Josh Allen. He's this, he's that. I think there was consensus, John. You would agree that it's Mahomes and then Allen, the two best quarterbacks in the league. And then the biggest moment, the biggest game of the season, 
what happened to this elite quarterback? Did he get close to Joe Burrow numbers on TFF, or was he better, or what did you have him at? Um, overall, uh, a lot of respect for Josh Allen's game. However, the postseason, he just hasn't brought it like Joe, right. for instance. Right. Um, this game yesterday at home in the snow, we gave him a 42. Whoa. Now, that's, now that's I know, I know. Yeah. So TFF doesn't measure moose vibes because he'd be off the charts on those. Well, it sounds like the 42 came from just the respect factor, right? You know, right. Yeah. just the boost that it gets. So, so why did he have a 42? Well, sense? because he's the antithesis of everything that TFF is about. I mean, I see. there's I see. the talk, there's the flash, you know, he's big. He's a big man. But it didn't translate to numbers yeah. yesterday. I, I, I would hope he gets docked for being whiny and, like, scoring a touchdown and getting really sensitive when people started, like, rip, trying to rip the ball away. Like, the guy, the guy is just fickle. His, his thin skin has to dock some points yeah. on that. Yeah. 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 You know, that, the the vibes category, he took a hit because those yes. are not the vibes at all. Yes. I feel like there's a, we need a QB comparison on flappability. Because Joe Burrow, like, unflappable. Josh Definitely. Allen, very flappable. Yeah. Well, Wait, are you saying that, hold on, are you saying Josh Allen can fly, but Joe Burrow cannot? That, yeah, that seems unfair. That's well, he can it. flap his arms, but he can't get off the yeah, ground. But I believe yeah, it, it was... He's a flightless bird. But wasn't it TFF who kind of correlated first, like, vibes to Super Bowls? Like, I feel like... The, yeah. they, they, you yeah. guys ground broke that that research project. Like, every Super Bowl winning team, like, their vibes category has always been near the top 90 percentile. Is that right? Even reaching the game, the big game itself, you have to have the vibes. You know, obviously the Bengals What's didn't bring home here? last year, but the vibes, the vibes, having such a young roster, the vibes is what got them there. You know, yep. and exactly. just, God, they love the so vibes. So John, John actually does read all the analytics. He, yeah. he's familiar with the. Do TFF. you really think John didn't know that's about TFF? TFF? You, you got to get a post that can do both, man. That's yeah. in, yes. that's incredible. I'm so proud of you, John. Finally catching up. Okay. Wow, Alexis, we learned so much about your so objective great. analysis i love and your analysis I, I, it's it's every time i hear you talk I, I, I feel like the like we should be appreciating joe burrow more which is which is crazy and i'm trying to you be know? objective and so i'm just going to do it i'm going to appreciate him more so, my yeah. team is unfortunately out of the playoffs so Who's your you team? Know, this is not coming from i can't say this is not coming from a standpoint She's of objective life. This is just watching the game with my own two eyes and just being blown yeah. away and saying, man, I wish we had that guy. Um, yeah. The offensive line, whew, I didn't even wow. know they had it in them. Just just standing wow. in front of him made them step their game up. Just everyone Joe Burrow. was elevated. So, yeah. So now, he, he now, yeah. Alex, uh, may, may I, Alexis, one, one final question for you. We all watched uh, the great Jamar Chase make a beautiful, beautiful catch in the end zone in the snow. And we watched it on the replay and we watched it in slow motion. And every time I watch it, I'm more convinced that he caught that catch. But it was ruled not a catch. It was not a touchdown, not a catch. Now, a catch like that on TFF, I'm guessing because it's a vibe-based analytics, does it still count? How, or how many catches yes. does it count for? Yes, go yes. ahead. Um, no, it, it counts as a touchdown. Um, we didn't take that away Finally. from Jamar because the truth exists somewhere. One, that was an amazing catch, but it was yes, an even better throw. Okay, yeah. it was oh, in yeah. a place that only you know Jamar could get to. Thing of beauty, and so by I'm taking that, that away from Jamar, yeah. which we would never do, it would in turn take that away from Joe, which obviously no, it can't have not that. what we're about, and we're mm. very disappointed in the league. But um, we're amending our suit for the interceptions to add that on because that just completely was unfair to Joe and Jamar to have that removed. 
Yeah. Really I think we can, you can probably remove a touchdown from Carson Palmer's career. Yeah, just take it from Carson. Deserve, and then, yeah, okay. So He's already in the Alexis. negatives, poor guy, yeah. Yes. Alexis, I, before you go, because I know you have to get back, the supercomputer is going to overheat, you have to go tend to that. Let me just ask you for your prediction. Mahomes, yeah. Burrow, yeah. I mean, is it even a prediction? She just runs the machine well, and gives us what's going to yeah, happen. Oh, yes, yes. What did the machine say? Um, the machines have spoken and they have come away obviously with a Bengals win um it's gonna be 30 to 27. wow and and mind you these are our numbers if mahomes plays if mahomes does not play 24 probably because i'm saying the two point difference we're gonna put speed walking on the the tv instead it's gonna get ugly if he doesn't play really but okay i have to cut it off there's kids watching They, they they couldn't keep that on no. Okay. Well, Alexis, Alexis is always such a delight to have you on the show. And if you want, you can we are fans of you and TFF. Yes, I will, you know, sit back. I do enjoy the show and I enjoy that every time the Bengals win, that's, that's more episodes. Exactly. Bridget, what is your prediction? Hmm. You know, it's going to be really, really cold. In yes. City. I think they're looking at a low, like negative two. Uh, and what is Joe Burrow now? Eight and oh, nine and oh, when it's below 40 degrees? That well, he ice, has an icy heart. The ice in his veins solidifies. He's kind of like Elsa in that way, right? Like she built a whole palace in Frozen made from ice. Uh, so I don't really give a crap if Mahomes plays, if he doesn't play. Frankly, I'd probably rather take a Mahomes, just if I'm being honest. I know everyone's like, ooh, we want him at 100%, so there's no, no, no one can throw that in our faces. I don't. I'll take Mahomes at 75, 60%, less mobility. Henny looked dang good and was able to use his weapon, so whatever, I'll take either of them. But I, I, I'd rather have an injured Mahomes. Uh, Joe Burrow in the ice with an O-line that's still telling people who they are and what they're about. I am going to take the Bengals. I'm going to take the Bengals uh, 28-21. And the player of the game is going to be Mike Hilton. Yeah. He's always Good the job. player of the game on Vibes, man. I love that guy. He's so great. The TFF can back that up, I'm sure. Absolutely. Yes. Whenever you have a 5'8", 180-pound man making these ferocious tackles, like the score goes up tremendously. But Dude, dude plays like he's 8 feet tall. Yeah. Done. Heart. Heart is a. Uh, what, daddy What, daddy Prediction. What? Prediction, please. Uh, Your okay. prediction, John. <sighs> Go. You know, I, I kind of like... The, the snow miser versus heat miser aspect mm. here because Patrick Mahomes loves playing in September. He's the world's greatest quarterback in September and Joe Burrow's Mr. January. He's never lost at LSU or in Cincinnati at this time of the year. I think the cold is going to affect both teams, but I mean, you're, you have a quarterback who's playing on, on a level two high ankle sprain. It's not going to be great in a week's time. Now he'll be, he'll be fine enough to play, right? He's a tough, SOB out there and he'll do what he can. He'll take all the horse tranquilizers in the world to be out there, 
but when he gets hit and he gets rattled in that cold, it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be nice. He's going to feel very terrible regardless of the outcome of the game the next day. But the Bengals have proven that the elements don't really matter for them. Now, if they have this rediscovered run game and they can generate similar success against the Chiefs like they did against the Bills, like then the Bengals should win this one. It'll be a lot closer, I feel like, compared to what this game was against the Bills. But I, I just don't really know because we don't know how – Mahomes is going to be out there. And if it's 80% of Mahomes, that might just give the Bengals that 20% advantage that they need. So I feel like the Bengals kind of win this one. They have the Chiefs number until they the Chiefs prove otherwise. Like, I'm just I'm just going to ride with them. So I'm going to go Chiefs 24, Bengals 20. Wow. Wow. So I guess it's my turn. Now, I'm not going to take too long because I really want to hear Daddy's prediction. Daddy has promised me that he's going to give a straight... Very non, straightforward. Non-word yeah. play prediction. No word play. No. Good. Well, you know, boys and girls, I've been on this show for a long time, and for the past year I've been saying why I love the Cincinnati Bengals-Chiefs matchup. I love seeing them intim- intimidated by us. I think it's great because while other teams have underestimated the Bengals, the Chiefs have truly understood how fearsome they are. And we have their number, especially Mahomes. He plays differently when he plays the Bengals. He plays afraid. So I'm looking forward to this game. I I think it's going to be won by at least one touchdown. And my prediction is that that touchdown is going to come. That game-winning touchdown is going to come on the Bengals' behalf. It's going to come in in the last two minutes of the game. And I believe it's going to be passed either the way I'm foreseeing it now. It's going to be passed either to Jamar Chase or Hayden Hurst. And the reason I believe that is because Jamar Chase has, has is is karma karma wise short a touchdown. You see, mm. so I I think that what we should expect is a 34-27 game. That's what I'm going. 34-27 game won by the Bengals. Hayden Hurst, player of the game. Thank you. Wow. Okay. Well, I guess that leaves my prediction straightforward. And. W- it's, it's interesting. We have a lot of people here who are, have comprehension problems, I would say, even Bridget maybe, where I have to repeat my predictions many times. Yeah. So let me get this very clear. Be clear. Look, the Cincinnati Bengals, where they have gotten their energy from has been being counted out, being disrespected, having the refs against them, having the conditions against them. Yeah. Right? Last year, it was the first playoff game in 30-something years. And then it was the number one AFC seed. And then it was Mahomes in Kansas City. And then it was the Rams' defensive line against this bad offensive line. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They almost pulled that one out. Well, they did. The Logan Wilson, obviously, call flipped the script. But this year, same thing, right? This same thing. They had the whole coin flip. They had the Buffalo thing. The and now, side. Mahomes is injured. Yeah. Which means what? Which means that people are like, oh, the Bengals have won, what, John, 10 games in a row? They, you know, and, and, and it's going to be, okay, Mahomes, look, Mahomes is, is, is going to have to be a superhero. Mahomes is going to have to have his, his career-defining game. I know he won the Super Bowl, John, but let's remember, he wasn't elite in that game. No. It was a pretty average game at yeah. best. So... I think that is going to put the pressure on the Bengals. And I think Mahomes, another thing about Mahomes is this. When we played him last year, he was completely healthy. And Mahomes has almost too much physical ability. So much much that I think it sometimes causes him to make bad decisions because he has so many options. Now that he's going to be stuck in the pocket, 
he's going to be forced to play one Estayat. And he's back at home facing the same team that knocked him out of last year's playoffs. I think he's going to, accuracy-wise and touch-wise, he's going to step it up. So while the Bengals have been the underdogs in all these games, I think this is finally the, the game, I hate to say it, but where the Bengals suffer a disappointment. I think their season will actually end in disappointment. It will be a disappointing game. Oh, disappointing no. outcome for the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, you said you were going to say it straight, so I can't blame you for saying it straight like that. So what's the point? Just give it to us. Yes, and obviously with that, it's pretty clear, I think, that the final score will be 37 to 14 Cincinnati. Okay, what now? So... Now, how, how, do, how, do you, how is that disappointing? 23 points? It's a bigger blowout than last week? What's the disappointment? I, I don't understand. I think understand. so, John. I think so. They're, they're, finally, they're finally finding themselves. They finally discovered their identity, which is to dominate football games. Yeah. How so, is it disappointing? Okay. Wait, are you saying okay. they're disappointed because they're like superheroes whose secret identity was discovered? No. I mean, this is so obvious. Okay. It's not. Last year, I said the Bengals would be knocked out in the AFC Championship. Oh my game. gosh, are we going to go through the whole thing again? And, and what <laughs> happened was. We don't have enough time for this. Because when you are knocked out, you see a stars. The stars are in Los Angeles. Oh. Los Angeles is a beautiful city. SoFi Stadium is a beautiful stadium. They got to practice at UCLA. This year, where are they going? They're going to dusty old Arizona. Ah. They're going to a place where people have to eat a spiky plant to survive. Cactuses. Yes. yes. And the greatest disappointment, even Bridget would agree, in political history, John McCain is no. from Arizona. It is no, no, disappointment. The poor man's dead. In nutshell. The poor man is dead. Yeah, we, we yeah. don't. He no, was a veteran. That's, right. That's mean. Right. So the point is, it's a very disappointing place to go for a Super Bowl, especially compared ah. to last year. So yeah. it's going to be a disappointing end. It's going to be a disappointing final game that they have to play. For In Arizona instead of yeah. L.A. So right. basically, it comes down to this. Arizona compared to L.A. is not as nice as L.A. Yes. So they're going to be disappointed yes. insofar as they won't be in L.A., but a instead nice they'll be in Arizona. In a very gross city. Yes. Got it. I don't think okay. anyone's been that disappointed. They don't have to go to L.A. I'm speaking from the Bengals' perspective, Bridget. Yeah. Again, yeah. this is objective analysis. I, I got to say, Daniel said he was yeah, going to yeah. be straight, and he was very straight that time. I was very straight with that yeah. one. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I really, I think that, John, if that's all that you have. And no, I mean, I really, you, you really captured my attention with the McCain comment. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Don't forget to subscribe and support us on patreon.com slash Sports. And go check out TFF.com. Fantastic websites. For John Brinshier, Bridget H.R. Jankarts, Petros Electric Spongy, and Alexis Taylor, the TFF, I'm Daddy McTuggins. See you next, next time. So long as Sweetie Pies. Yeah! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.